This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Pat Volk, financial advisor of Abish Financial Services. And I'm Heather Branch here with Pat asking for his insight and ideas on ways you can work now to better prepare for your financial future. The retirementkey.com is where you can begin the conversation about your retirement savings and investments with the entire team at Abish Financial Services. We also have links posted in the show notes, so you can just click there as well. Or again, it's the retirementkey.com. So, Pat, we have talked before about your love of movies here yes. on the podcast. It is the holiday season, and there are people that have very strict rules about what time frame you're allowed to watch Christmas movies within. I'm a Thanksgiving to, to New Year's Day person. As am I. Okay, good. Uh, and then there are also people that have very specific opinions about their favorite holiday movies. So are there any that you keep on rotation in the Volk house? Yes. Okay. I would always say It's a Wonderful Life. Um, yep, that's a classic. I love that movie, mm-hmm. just even outside of it being related to Christmas. Got it. Uh, definitely Christmas related. This is an odd one. I love, there's a 1973 musical version of Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, Albert Finney. I haven't seen it. it. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, probably one of my favorite Christmas movies. I remember watching it as a child and yeah. it just brings back memories. That's Fantastic. it. There's, there's always, I feel like for everybody who has a favorite Christmas movie, you can tell that that was a nostalgia thing. Like that's the one you watched when you were growing up for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, my wife and I actually got up on Sunday, uh, just had a cup of coffee together and watched the Charlie Brown Christmas. I that's, think that's oh, just very sweet, just very such quiet. Such a good one. Lucy, I always laugh so hard at Lucy and I always cry when Linus is up on stage giving his little yep. spiel about what Christmas oh yeah and there's actually some folks have said that there's a lot more going on in that I've cartoon heard that. in the sense that Linus is hanging onto his blanket as an expression of fear but as soon as he gets up and starts speaking he puts the blanket down I've heard because that because it's in essence you know the loss there's of the fear a, there's a lot of undertones that happen in potentially that I don't know yeah. you know how deep Charles Schultz was getting but right, right. <laughs> you know. we could analyze all day yeah and then uh, uh, last one we did watch Home Alone okay I just watched it maybe uh, just about two weeks ago maybe we Week and a half ago. Yeah, I it's love it. It's hard to believe that Home Alone is turning 33. I know. Came out 33 years ago because to most of us, McCullough Culkin will always be that little kid Kevin on That's the big exactly screen. It. Uh, and of course, all of the memorable scenes that we watched Kevin, you know, grow into a, a young, a young man throughout the movie. One of the classics was when he was going to the grocery store checking himself out. And here's how that went. Which microwave dinner is any good? I don't know. I'll give him a whirl. Hold on, I got a coupon for that. It was in the paper this morning. Are you here all by yourself? Ma'am, I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Oh, Kevin. He's always there, prepared with the quick one-liners and the coupons to boot. Uh, it's funny, though, because it makes you just watching old movies generally will make you have these conversations. Of, do you remember when we used to do this or when was the last yes. time you did that? And he brought up, hang on. Not only did he have a paper coupon, but he got it from that morning's newspaper. Yes. Because how many of us still get newspapers delivered? I just I subscribe to The New York Times digitally now. Well, that's most people get the digital. I think they yeah. get a lot of more like 
like community local papers. That's right. The, the community. Know, is what I see that's, being yep, yep, yep. I get those. Uh, but thinking about clipping coupons out of a newspaper or a magazine. Remember, Bed Bath and Beyond used to sell it and send us the. Oh, I love the Bed Bath yes. and Beyond coupons. Yes. Times have changed though, because Bed Bath and Beyond out of his. Actually, I think they're back online now. That's a I whole other podcast. Might be. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to go down that. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Needless to say, times have changed and you sir have seen a lot in your career as a financial and retirement planner what are some of the biggest changes that you've seen over the past years and decades well i would when i first entered into the industry um, most mutual funds had to be bought directly from a mutual fund company okay. and they had sales charges huh i remember class a you would pay a front end sales charge yep. or a class b there could be a back end sales charge mm-hmm. and they're still out there but even switching over to the no load mutual fund then seeing really the opening of independent brokerage services. Okay. I've watched Fidelity grow into what it is. I've watched Vanguard grow into what mm-hmm. it is. And they were still very well-established companies, but they were more for the professional. But now you just see the everyday person being able to access their financial information, run reports, trade the stock market. Far more involvement now. Yeah than ever before. Mm -hmm. That's just on the technological front. Mm -hmm. But if you really start thinking about it from a benefit perspective, healthcare costs have gone through the roof. I remember having my first child and not having to pay anything out of pocket. Really? Uh, We had a great insurance plan, but those don't exist anymore. Well, that was 25 years ago. So, you know, even from a, you know, looking at your pension plans, I remember back in the late 90s, early 2000s, is when a lot of major corporations started stepping away from the traditional pension plan. This is a conversation I recently had with my mom because we were just talking about what it was. You know, they used to talk about the six-figure salary in the 90s, and I was having this whole conversation with her because traditional household. My mom didn't have a a full-time, she worked always part-time stuff, but she didn't have like that full-time job. My dad was the corporate guy. But Mm -hmm. I said to her, I was like, mom, Kyle and I have to save for our own retirement now. And like it dawned on her. She said, you know, that's interesting. Your dad has a pension. He worked at GE. He had a pension. She said, we spent everything he brought home. And I said, yep, we don't have that luxury. It was, it was retirement savings. You know, you just don't see that anymore. And that's probably been the biggest shift in the sense that most individuals who are now working for an entity are almost like free players. They just look at it and say, well, you're not going to give me a pension to keep me here. I'm just getting a 401k. That's fully portable. That's mine. I'm a free agent. Yeah. I'm just going to go work wherever, you know, the best opportunity is. That's true. And you do see that affecting the economy when you see more people demanding to work from home. When you see these, you know, the millennials or Generation Z actually asking more of the employers, it's almost as if there's been a pendulum shift. To your point, the employers don't give employees a lot of reason to be loyal. No, and that's exactly it. They wanted to concentrate on the bottom line. They want to concentrate on shareholder value, all great things. And that's fine. However, with that comes consequences. Correct. And this is also where you would see the consequence of offshoring. Yeah. You know, the labor costs in the United States are higher than you're going to get in some third world country. So why not build it over in the third world country? 
And unfortunately, now with a lot of the global conflicts that we see throughout the world, you can mm-hmm. see where that's now a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do feel like we may be in a new age where we did go through a bit of a globalist phase. Some folks are under the impression that we might be tightening back up and coming back into more of an isolationist phase where we're only going to produce things more locally. We're trying to going to work with partners that can be a little bit more loyal. This debate is going on the stage right now. Got it. Okay, so these are all bigger picture financial economic changes that you have seen over the and years. all from home alone. <laughs> I, honestly, where I was going to initially go here? here, Heather, I was thinking, I'm like, did, how many Home Alone movies are there? Do you know? I don't know. There are six really? Home Alone movies. Okay. Yes. I don't know what, what that says about our culture. That we are constantly leaving children home alone. <laughs> that that there are so many unanswered questions so that normalized. six movies are necessary to get this point across. I mean, this is like the Fast and Furious franchise. Speaking of an economic crisis, <laughs> the kids are in charge. Yeah, but if you really think about it, none of that movie would have occurred in this day and age. That's right. Th- their tickets wouldn't have gotten ruined because they would have been electronic. Uh-huh. As soon as they realized he was missing, they would have been able to call home on the cell phone. They would have forgotten. Or go on social home. media. They would have just looked for the, the Apple Find Friends blue exactly. dot. Or, or look on the Apple Ring doorbell. You see the uh, bad guys coming up there it a is. mile away and they're fully recorded. It's a different so world. None of it would have occurred. It's a different world for movie script writers exactly. in this day and age with all the technology advantages. Okay, so then thinking about, oh, so we've talked about some bigger picture financial economics. Yeah, it went a little deep there. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all good because here's the question. Thinking about all of the changes... Technology included and today's retiree or pre-retiree and how it's all involved and implemented in the plans that you create every single day at Abish Financial. How does it all come together? Well, that's really where we're encountering a generation right now where the technology is available. The messaging is do it yourself. Do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And you often view people as feeling guilty would probably be the best word. They feel guilty that they can't do it themselves. They feel like there's an expectation because they'll go out and you, oh, everybody says I should just do this this way. Everybody says I should do it. Who's this everybody saying this and who are these folks? Also, how do you know that they're not full of it? Like, have and they, they very really, well have they shown you the statements to prove that they're right? And they may have a different, you know, acumen than you do. Yep. So when we're living in a day and age where more of retirement savings and the burden is on your back, we can't rely on the corporations to provide pensions. People are concerned about Social Security potentially having a cut down the road. You're being told that you need to do it yourself. You can see the anxiety yep. you know, pushed in there. Yep. So for those folks, this is a non-judgment zone. Got Come it. on in, yeah. get a second opinion. Yeah. Maybe there's some ideas or strategies that could be implemented. Maybe there's a way of managing a portfolio outside of just rate of return. Mm. Maybe we want to look at stability. Maybe we want to look at income generation. Maybe somebody should talk to you about your estate planning and maybe leaving generational wealth or Roth conversions. All of these things. And, you know, can some folks do it themselves? Yes. Of course. Does that mean everyone should feel guilty if they can't do it themselves? Not at all. And frankly, maybe your time is best spent somewhere else. If this causes you anxiety, then why are you adding more anxiety to your life when you can have a professional 
help you with it. All of us get professional help when it comes to our cars, when it comes to our health care. Why in the world would we not seek out professional help when it comes to our, I mean, shoot, wedding planning and trip planning we seek financial help for. Why would we not do it for our financial and retirement planning? Because the message has been, and I would still always go back, it's so easy a baby could do it. Mm, that was probably yet, the most insulting line ever you know, marketed out there, but yeah. people loved it. Yeah. They loved it, but it was insulting. It's so yeah. easy. The baby can do it. So if I can't do it, oh, what am I? The And the other thing I think to think about is when it comes to growing your money, investing in growth is a very different beast than when you have to take all that savings, turn it around, create an income plan, make sure you're covered for medical expenses, make sure that you've taken the right social security benefits strategy, because that within and of itself, I think there's like hundreds of ways you can take your social security. Yes. Who knew? <laughs> but this I don't is- think social security knows. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very fair point, sir. A very fair point you make. And the idea of having to do it all yourself as more burden gets put upon us, like you were saying, Pat, it really can create anxiety for so many folks. But good news is you don't have to do it yourself. The entire team at Abish Financial, they are here to help you figure all of this out in a customized retirement plan of your own. So get started on the conversation today. Visit us at the retirementkey.com. We also have links posted in the show notes or again, find us anytime at the retirementkey.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast. Be sure to listen to the Retirement Key Radio Show Saturdays and Sundays on WMAL. Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abish Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abish Financial Services, Inc., Virginia Insurance License, number 12782. Zero.